Let us pray together. God, our loving Father, we thank you again for this day. And certainly, God, we thank you for allowing us to have entered into this sacred place, a place where we come to meet with you and to hear again, Lord, what you are saying to the church. Lord, tune our ears now that we might hear your voice and not that of another. Lord, we pray that we might be able to gain understanding, to know better, Lord, what you would require of us. Lead us, we pray, in a more perfect way. That, Lord, as we are coming closer, that the glory will shine even brighter. Lord, that we might be able to certainly show and declare that we have been with you. For we know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Lord, hear our prayer. Bless, we pray. Forgive us of our sins and have mercy on us. Hear us from this humble place in the sanctuary. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. O God, be glorified. And the redeemed of the Lord said together, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together and bless the Lord. Come on, let's really bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Praise his holy name. Amen, amen. Very quickly, you may rest off your feet very quickly. I do want to uh, uh, apologize to our live audience. We've had some technical issues but that's how it is when things are live and for some of you on on one of our pages we might have started over and on the other one we just pressed on but here we are we're all together now amen and that god is being glorified amen amen grab your bibles and join us in the gospel of james the book of james if you will in the fourth chapter today i want to lift up what I believe is a relevant inspiration to incline us to do that which is pressed upon us in this moment. I want to say thank you to God for allowing us to be here again. And as things are beginning to open up in places all over the country, we're still being careful here. And uh, we want to encourage all of our brothers and sisters in faith that this is not about faith uh, alone, but also about wisdom. And so we're not standing to criticize what any ministry might be doing now, uh, but we're doing what we believe is best for our few sheep. And so we do thank you for tuning in with us, and we thank you for allowing us the privilege of being your church uh, in this crisis and we want you to know that we'll be here when it's over and you're more than welcome to 
come on board when the time is safe. Amen. In the book of James, in the fourth chapter, uh, one verse and one voice, want to lift up verse 8 of James chapter 4. And I want to read uh, Dr. Dixon for clarity for the masses from two versions of the Holy Writ. I want to read first from the New King James Version, where it simply says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Then from the New Living Translation, come close to God. God will come close to you. I want to talk for a little while, if you don't mind, and I've earned some extra time today because of technical difficulties. So uh, I want to talk for a little while, and if you'll do me a favor and and nudge the person on the couch next to you or yell across the sanctuary to your pew partner, it's your move. It's your move. I want to say to all of us um, today that uh, this coronavirus uh, has certainly caused us to uh, refocus in a lot of areas of our lives. And uh, I want to say that that no matter what happens, I do want you to always remember the song that we sang in the old church, just to hold to God's unchanging hand. Uh, the coronavirus is coming. Let me, let me, I read an article the other day, and it, 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 really, it really caught my attention. And uh, Deacon Davis, I want to give this information uh, as an addendum to my preaching, if y'all don't mind. Amen. It says that the coronavirus, this study was done by the University of Chicago Divinity School in a corporate effort with the Associated Press and uh, what it's called the Center for Public Affairs and Research. And, and, and this is what they discovered, Deacon Davis, that, that two-thirds of Americans, uh, of whatever faith they, they ascribe to, believe that God is trying to tell us something. Sound like a line from the color purple. But they believe that's two-thirds of Americans, no matter what religion, Protestant, Catholic, doesn't matter, they really believe that God is trying to say something. But here's where it gets a little interesting. Uh, of those who responded, there are a whole lot of them who simply said, watch this now, they, they believe in God, but don't consider themselves religious. That, that's interesting to me. But it gets even more interesting, especially when it relates to where we are now. 31% of Americans believe in God and feel like this is a strong move of God. It's a sign from God. Jesus told us to be careful about seeking signs. But as it relates to the African-American church, as it relates to our cousin, our, in the words of Jedediah Clampett, our kinfolk, it said that 47% of African Americans believe that God is trying to make us change, regardless of education, economics, or gender. That's 47% of African Americans believe that God is saying, hey, y'all got to change. 37% of Latinos believe God is saying, y'all got to change. 27% of white Americans believe that God is saying, y'all got to change. But here's the real kick in the britches, Deacon Anderson. It says in this study that blacks are more than any other ethnic group likely to believe that this, this virus 
is a move of God, but now begin to doubt God's existence. Blacks, more than any other ethnic group, are saying because of this virus, they are beginning to doubt God's existence. There's something wrong with that. Then here's another kick. Since COVID-19 has been worldwide pandemic, there has only been a 2% rise in folk who believe in God. There's something wrong with that. Since COVID-19, only 2% worldwide have begun to believe that God is real. And 26% of Americans say that because of COVID-19, their sense of spirituality has grown stronger. It's our move. There's a saying that, that most of us uh, who are here, Elizabeth may not be old enough, Aaron probably not old enough, but the rest of us old hens know that there's a saying that you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Y- y'all know that one, don't you? And I believe that where we are now is a prime indicator that the well may be running dry. I, I really believe that God is saying to us, I've been mighty good to y'all. You all have not been good to me. Here it is. There are small pockets of, of people in our nation and the world that are, that are rising up. They are protesting, raising fine sand, proclaiming and protesting that their rights are being violated. And here's what really gets me. This is, this is a real doozy. This is what Hazel Burke, Deaconess Hazel Burke, y'all know Deaconess Burke. Deaconess Burke says, here's a real doozy. Of all of the people protesting, in light of the the, the statistics I just gave you, all of those protesters are saying it's their God-given right that are being violated, that the government is infringing upon their God-given right to go out at restaurants and to go to work and to to dine and frolic on beaches and and, and to, 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 to sand social distancing, that it's their right of God to gather in public places, and to come and go as they please. These are the same people who, when church was open, didn't think of their God-given right to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. These are the same people that believe that a free economy says they can spend their money anywhere they want to, but won't put a tithe or offering or dues or salary in God's church. They're saying that, that God has given them this land, and it's, it's God's land, and, and they can go from sea to shining sea. They're tired of being ordered and enforced by ordinance to stay safe. Well, they must not have read all of the Bible. I'm sorry, that wasn't grammatically correct. It appears to me that they did not fully engage themselves in the biblical principles or precepts. That sounded fancy, didn't it? What I'm saying is they, they forgot Deacon Walker to read the part where God said, You are your brother's keeper, and you are to care one for the other. When one of us gets sick, all of us get sick if we don't care for one another. Say amen, somebody. We did it in Grandma's house. Whenever someone was feeling unwell, we put them aside. We left them alone and gave them time to heal. We cannot be foolish with this. 
all of us are going to have to make some concession so that we might indeed care one for another. And you see them every day. I'm, I'm hurrying along here. Uh, you see them every day when you turn on CNN and MSNBC, ABC, NBC, and the Trump Propaganda Network, Foolish, I mean Fox. You see them every day. They're out there with their sign, some of them with weapons, talking about their rights are being taken away. And that's just foolishness. What we're seeing now is what Grandma said, Melvin. The chickens are coming home to roost. We have lived our lives irresponsibly and recklessly, and, and just like uh, Sugar Avery said, God is trying to tell us something. Can, can I talk for a little while here? Uh, all of us, by and large, have been affected by this virus. Amen. We, we, uh, thank God we're not sick, and, and if you are, back up a little bit, uh, but, 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 but I thank God uh, that, that we are well today, and, and we've got our mask. You, if, if, if I could turn the camera around, but we've had enough trouble with the camera today, we won't turn around. But, but folk are wearing masks, and folk are hand sanitizing. In fact, just before I came out, my grandson came and said, Granddaddy, I use your hand sanitizer. And I said, Grace, peace, and mercy unto you, son. Amen. But, but the reality is, if, if it were not for COVID-19, most of these scenes and scenarios and issues would not be playing out in our country. There would be no protest. There would be no, nobody making noise about what rights they have. Dr. Anthony Fucci would, would still be unknown to most of the free world. Mike Pence would still be a question on Jeopardy. Who is the vice president that nobody ever saw? Mike Pence. That's the answer, Alex. I'll take that for $600. But, but, but most of us would, would not even be wearing masks. In fact, for most of us, were it not for COVID-19, the only people we would see wearing masks would be the dentist when we in the dentist chair or the doctor when we're getting ready to go into surgery or it's Halloween. Say amen, somebody. All of us, to be honest with you, I've had my fill of it. I don't know about you, but, but, but I, I can barely watch the news anymore. The statistics have gone sour. The numbers have gone numb. And number 45 is still Forrest Gump's mother's best testimony that stupid is as stupid does. Amen. When they, when they hold the next Senate hearing and they need a witness as to what stupidity looks like, I can tell you who's going to be the first one they call. Say amen, somebody. And to be honest with you, I'm hurting along now, but be honest with you, Susan, all of this madness, in my opinion, is well past midnight. Cinderella still didn't get home in time. And Oz never did give nothing to the tin man that he didn't already have. All of what we're doing now, and, and, and I suppose that, that for some of us, uh, uh, it, it seems like how much more can we endure? But I believe I'll let James talk now because I've got my little soapbox. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, Deacon Walker. James says that it's time to go to church. James said it's time to... Go back to the Lord. J James says it's time for us to return to our first love. It's James' time. J James wrote the letter. I might as well let him explain it for himself. What, what he's saying to us is it's time to get right with God and do it now. I read to you two versions because in the King James Version, Deacon McKenzie, it says draw near to God. Now, we don't really use that word too much when we're talking about 
getting closer or going somewhere. So I, the New Living Translation says, come close to God and God will come close to you. You, you remember the song, Jess, I'm glad you're here. Deaconess Roberta Flack made it. And she simply said, the closer I get to you, the more you make me. Y'all don't, 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 don't act like you don't know it because it, it, is, it is a relevant moment. It's a movement that ought to be taken. Listen, instead of worrying about can you go to the beach or to a restaurant or whether or not you can go to a movie theater, you ought to be concerned about getting back to church. And listen, let me help some of y'all there who, who are saying to yourself, I don't feel comfortable in the church. Or, or I didn't feel welcome there. They criticize what I wear. They criticize how I smell. They criticize my hair. The first level of church is not about the building, but about the body of Christ and relationship. You can have a church in your house if you get right with God. Say amen, somebody. Let, let, me, let me hurry along here. You 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 gotta you gotta you gotta realize even now that it's another trick of the devil. It's another trick of the devil to get us to be uh, 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 alternatively focused. That was that sounded fancy. It, it, it's just another trick of the devil to get us to look away and not pay attention to what the reality is. Let, let me throw out this little PSA. This is one of my pastoral service announcements. I'm convinced that unless until and uniformly the people come back to God, we are still going to be in this struggle. I, I, I'm convinced, listen, because there can be no peace with God until you are in right relationship with God. Biblically, history shows that God has a way of stamping out his enemies. God has a way of dealing with insurrection and disobedience. There will be no real peace. There will be no reinstitution of prosperity. I don't care how many stimulus checks they write. I don't care how many times they give us more money. I don't care how many times they try to get business back online. God has taken away prosperity because we took away relationship. You do remember that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God is still in control of everything. I don't care who's in the White House. I don't care who's at the Stock Exchange. I don't care who's at the United Union or the nation. God has taken away prosperity. Ready to pay with Deacon McKenzie just the other day. J.C. Penney filed for bankruptcy. J. Crew has filed for bankruptcy. All manner of big time things. In fact, there was one guy on, a, on, on one of these financial programs that said, by the time all of this is over, we may only have two airlines that can still fly. God has taken away prosperity. But not only will there be no reinstitution of prosperity, we are now losing the promises of God. You remember what God said? God said he would always provide for us. You remember, the, it's in the biblical writ, Dr. J, uh, Dr. Dixon. I, I was young, but now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Now, now, let me help some of you theological giants. I'm not saying that God will not take care of us. I am saying that just like when you're a bad child, you forfeit some of your promises. Say amen, somebody. Some of the stuff that mom and daddy said they would do, when you act jacked up, they take that away. And, and I also believe that God will not replenish our provisions. 
that, that's what's happening with these packing houses. God has taken away the provisions. You know, hungry folk act better. Say amen, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know one of the techniques of my, of my youth uh, 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 that they deny you a meal. They seen the bed without eating, and, and, and next morning you act better. Grits smell better. Eggs look better. When, when, you, when you got the missed meal cramps, you act better. Say amen, somebody. But, but listen to James. I, I'm going to hurry. Listen, listen to James. James points out the pathway to our recovery. Can, can I read my Bible, Kenny? James says, watch this now. He says, wash your hands. See, Dr. Dixon, I thought that was prevalent. I thought that was really spot on because one of the techniques of preventing COVID-19 from spreading is wash your hands. I, I told you, God always knows what to say. That, that's, why, that's why the Bible reminds us there's nothing new under the sun. Listen, James is saying, if you want to get on the road to recovery, make your move, but the first move is to wash your hands. Say amen, somebody. Look at everybody around you in your house, on the couch, in the living room, down the hall, and tell them, wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. And watch what he said, Deacon Walker. He said the second thing, Aaron, that's important. He identifies that we're sinners. Ain't nobody say amen. Ain't nobody shout. Because don't like to be called sinners, but that's what we are. He said, you are sinners. Listen, anytime we have been in violation of the principles, precepts, and the words of God, we are sinners. All have, y'all ain't talking to me. He said, he said, listen, then he said, purify your hearts. Come here, David. David said, Lord, of all the messes I've made, I'm so sorry. But he said, I do recognize that the only way I am going to get on the road to recovery is that you create in me a clean heart and renew in me. Y'all ain't talking to me. Listen, help, help, help yourself here. Stop acting like you ain't never done nothing wrong. Stop acting like you ain't got no part in your own downfall. Unless you have a clean heart, God cannot bless you like he want to bless you. I'm not saying God won't bless you. I'm saying you won't get it as good as you could have it. Say amen, somebody. He, he said, you got to wash your hand. Watch this now. Then he said, Dr. Dixon, I'm hurrying. He says, because your loyalty is divided. Can I show it to you one more time? He said, you are divided between, and here it is, God and the world. It amazes me how folk can say, Elizabeth, that God blessed them with a job and, and, and then on Sunday, they can't come back and say thank you. It amazes me how folks say God blessed them with a car, but it can't find its way to the church on Sunday. It amazes me how people say God has given, he has opened up the windows of heaven and poured me out blessing, but yet they are more inclined to the world than they are to God. I am convinced that our loyalties have been divided and God got fed up. Say amen, somebody. He said, your, your loyalty, look, look, look what's happening to the church versus the world. You, you have folk that, that will get up on Sunday morning not to worship but to wash the car. You got folk that will take vacation and forget there's a church in just about every city. You have folk that when they get their income tax refund and stimulus checks, they still don't give God a tithe, but yet rather they go down to Best Buy and buy another this and another that. And the world has lured us. We will go into the club and drink all that high-dollar liquor but won't even take communion on Sunday. Say amen, somebody. 
The world, in the words of my second oldest son, the world is winning. And God don't like losing. And so God is shaking, shaking us up. Can I show it to you, Kenny? The world became our oyster. That's what they say. Deacon Walker, the world is our oyster. Cash became king, and Jesus wasn't king no more. God said, I'm a jealous God. You got to be careful what you say sometimes. You walk around here talking about cash is king. No, Jesus is king. Yeah, he's still the king. He's the Lord of lords. Y'all ain't talking to me. He is still high and holy. Nothing can take the place of God. My grandmother would tell me when I was growing up, she said, baby, you be careful because anything you love more than God, he'll move it. God don't play second fiddle to nobody. Gordon Gecko in the movie, Oliver Stone made a movie called Wall Street. Y'all remember? And there, there's a character, Michael Douglas played, and, and Gordon Gecko. he was big-time financier. And this is what he said, Deacon Davis, and this is what the world is believing. Greed is good. And I want to tell you right now, there's enough of it to go around. There's a whole lot of us that are greedy. How much more do we need? Look at how much we wasted. Now, because there's not enough hamburger in the store, not enough chicken, folk going crazy. But I told y'all several months ago that most of us got enough stuff in our house right now that if we use it properly, we could last at least two weeks. Say amen, somebody. Some of y'all need to go to your cabinet right now and stand in inventory. You, you got all manner of things, but yet you keep spending money because the world keeps tickling your fancy. Stock market bell was ringing loud. But the church bell went quiet. The airlines were playing the 50 mention song, just you know it, up, up and away. But, but we were turning in our two wings that were veiled in our face and two wings that veiled our feet. We turned our wings in so that we can fly upon the wings of United American Delta and Southwest. Just because it's $99 don't mean you got to go. It amazes me that we'll take a getaway, but we won't come and worship God on Sunday. Talk to me, somebody. All the farmers were hearing a moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. But Dr. Dickinson, they forgot that the Word of God said, let the field rest every now and then. We were overseeding and overplanting and overproducing, and now God is taking your overproduce and making it waste. You remember the man with the bonds. Lord, I wish I had time right long through here. But all of us, Ford, Deacon, Deacon Davis Ford, was selling and peddling Mustang Sally faster than Otis Redding could sing it. But Mustang Sally didn't seem to find her way to the church on time on Sunday morning. Chevrolet was saying, see the USA in your Chevrolet, but nobody was going by the church or giving nobody a ride on Sunday. Y'all ain't talking to me. Cruise companies were singing the love boat theme. They were humming Isaac with mixing drinks and Doc were healing patients, but Noah's Ark was put in dry dock. Why? Because we didn't have time to go by Noah's heart. All of us were spending our money wildly and freely. Hotel industry was sitting on top of the world. Rooms were being booked, but there was no room at the end for Jesus. Y'all ain't talking to me. Restaurants were cooking up a meal. Tips were generous. All the fatted cows were being slain, but everybody forgot about the two fish and the barley loaves. Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm telling you now that God was sitting up in the shadow, watching, waiting, and wondering if my people who are called by my name would ever humble themselves and come back to me. Amen. Come on, I'm, I'm about there. I'm about there. Jess, you remember there was a song. Jess is my songstress. She verified that I'm telling the truth. There was a song that simply said, baby, come back. 
You, you can blame it all on me. But God, listen, there is no fault with God. God is saying, come on back to me. He's sitting there watching Aaron, watching as we seldom gave him a glance. Barely did we even look his way. The, 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 the rate of attendance in the church was falling. Falling. I read it to you in, the, in, in those stats. People, people were walking away from the church. But yet membership in elite associations and fraternities and sororities were just steadily moving right along. We barely looked at him. We forgot that song that said, look ever to Jesus and he'll carry you through. Only in a crisis do we seem to want a Christ. He was wondering, when would they call my name? Folk were dropping out the choir so they can go cut their own CD. Folk didn't want to make choir rehearsals because that's inconvenient and takes too much time from me. And you won't let me sing my song and you won't let me have my way. Listen, let me help you understand something. Leadership is leadership. This is God's church. And if you're not going to glorify God, you need to go sit down somewhere. Say amen, somebody. God was wondering, waiting to see if there would be one Deacon Walker like that leper. He said, I healed 10. But only one came back. And that, that's how we got in the church. When God blessed us, as I mentioned before, when God blessed us, the blessing took us away from the church. When we got a new car, we didn't come back. When God healed us from our infirmities, we didn't come back. When God blessed us with income, we didn't tithe. We didn't make offerings. We, we didn't help nobody, but we helped ourselves. God watched. And now, Deacon, Deacon Walker the Lord has stripped away prosperity, taken the glitch and the glitter. And all we have left is what we should have known all along. It's just him. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will last forever. He is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Don't, don't, don't look at me that strange way. God has, has, has brought us to our knees. And I'm convinced of God that when you fall on your knees, that's a good place to start. You, you remember how it was back in the day. We used to get on our knees to pray, but then we got fancy and decided breaking our knees was inconvenient. I'll just stand and pray if I pray at all. Say amen, somebody. I'm, I'm hurrying. Ezekiel told us it would happen. Ezekiel reminded us that, that, that the word of God said that when our, our figs got fat and our cows got fat, and our bank rolls were fat. Ezekiel 7-11 says, all their wealth and prestige will be swept away. I told you God's been talking to us. All of it, listen, there is, there is no remedy now that can save the world's economy. Even China in trouble. Everybody is losing. And again, as my son Dwayne said, because God want to win. The false idols that were robbing us have been taken away. God is calling us now to rededicate ourselves, to devote ourselves, and to again enlist ourselves in the fulfillment of our duties. Deacon Anderson and I remember military duty first. And that's what God is doing in us. There will be no recreation. Let me help y'all understand something. Those of you who are just raring to be open up, I hope you got good insurance. 
I hope you got a good prescription plan. I was watching the other day, and folk are congregating and rubbing elbows and high-fiving and spitting and slobbing on one another and, and as if nothing ever happened. I'm telling you now, you still can't come to my house. You still can't ride in the car with me. I'm where You can look at me funny. I'm wearing my mask. I'm washing my hands. And no, I don't know you. Say amen, somebody. He said, listen, you got to remember that I'm God. Can I preach just a little bit more here? Remember Mark's gospel? Some of y'all might have forgot, but here's what Mark's gospel said, and it's still relevant. It's here, Kenny. He said, and, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart. Y'all ain't talking to me. Somebody should have bumped themselves right there. You must, listen, he, it, there's no option. There's no opting out. This is the obligation of anybody who's breathing. The Bible says in him we live, we move, and have. Listen, if you breathe in, you ought to love the Lord with all your heart. Watch this now. All your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Now your neighbor say, neighbor, you might ought to get right with God and do it now. I'm, I'm about finished now. It's your move. It's your, listen, listen, it's your move. All that we have been relying on has proven to be unreliable. My, 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 my mind wanders back to the days when my pastor would say, you, 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 you can always get more wealth, but you can't get more health. God has sickened us. To remind us, oh, Dr. Dixon, I feel my shout right here. God has sickened us to remind us that it is still by his stripes. It is by his stripes that we are healed. You know how? No, let me show you. Some of y'all, some of y'all, come here, come here, get close. That woman, the Bible said, she spent all her money on physicians. She went from Dr. Kildare to Marcus Welby. To Doc Holiday, she tried everybody and anybody, but it was until she got close to Jesus. Boy, I wish I had a church. It's when she got to Jesus. Y'all ain't talking to me. It's when she got to Jesus. Y'all still ain't talking to me. It's when she got to Jesus that she was healed. It's our move. And if we don't draw near to God, if we don't come back close to God, you read it in the Bible. The Bible says she made her way through obstacles. She pressed anyhow because she knew if I get to Jesus, it's your move. There's nowhere else to go. And I'm convinced of God that he'll tear down every idol. He'll take away every institution to make us see that it's still me you need. There is no consolation. There is no other comfort. There is no other counsel. I am believing God, Deacon Walker, that what we ought to be hearing from the masses is a shout that says, is there a word from the Lord? Come, come here, Jess. B.B. King just rang my bell from the tomb. He said, the thrill is gone. It's gone away. Listen, I'm telling you now, we ain't having fun no more. Even those of us who are not sick, we ain't have no fun. Listen, raise your hand or hit like if you're tired of sitting in the house. 
Raise your hand if you're tired of looking at the faces of the same people you've been looking at. Amen. Amen. Everybody in my house has been designated to go to a neutral corner now. We, we can't walk by each other in the hallway without sucking our teeth. It's getting old now. I'm sorry. I went too far. But, I mean, come on, y'all. Come on. If you're sick of it, just raise your hand. You, 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 you got to admit that it's been a little tough on us. B.B. said, the thrill is gone. It's gone away from me. And here it is. I got to hurry. Because we have been found guilty. Watch this now. Ain't nobody going to shout here. So don't shout. It's going to have to be y'all. But we are guilty of spiritual adultery. Mm -hmm. we, we were supposed to be married to Christ, but we were slipping around. Jess, here's another song. The song said, your body's here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town fooling around. We were not thinking about God until we needed him. God became an entity like a bellhop. When we wanted food, we rang our bell. When we wanted clothes, we rang our bell. When we wanted money, we rang our bell. But when God called us, we were not to be found. Y'all ain't talking to me. Many of us, many of us fell head over heels in love with the things of this world and bragged about it, about our jobs, our affiliation, and our status in our organizations as president of this and vice president of that. But you have no role and service in God's church. How can you serve men who can do nothing for you and not give God your due diligence? Say amen, somebody. Bragging about you ain't never missed a day from work. Bragging about how many people call your name. Bragging about your parking place close to the building. Bragging, bragging, bragging. But you have no testimony about God. That's spiritual adultery. Y'all don't like me now. Here it is. Here it is. Can, can, I, can I hurry along here? Some of us became George. Some of us became Wheezy. Some of us were Tom. And some of us were Helen. And, and all of us together were singing in harmony our little theme song. You know the theme song. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beans don't burn on the grill. Took a whole lot of climbing just to get up out here. Now we're up in the big leagues. It's our turn at bat. And here's the part that got us in trouble. As long as we live, it's you and me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a lie. No man lives without God. God brought you up that hill. God gave you those beans. God gave you that fish. God gave you that kitchen. And how dare you take away God's glory let me tell you how I feel about it. If it had not been for the Lord on our side. Woo! I come this far by faith. And I've been leaning on it. Let me tell you something. As long as you live, you and me, baby. We are nothing without God. Can I talk Bible? I know I'm taking up y'all time. Can I talk Bible? The Bible says, apart from me, you have nothing. And God is stripping us. Y'all don't like this. Y'all want me to preach prosperity and tell you how wonderful it's going to be and that we're going to be healed overnight. No. Man said on the sitting here another night, it's going to be a long, cold winter. And cold folk act differently, Lizbeth. 
when, 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 you, when you cold, what that song said, baby, it's cold outside. Going to get cold for a whole lot of y'all. But I'm just going to snuggle up to Jesus. And I'll tell you why, because I ain't never left. Say amen, somebody. I got to hurry here. Let me, let, me, let me give you some of James' illustration, Dr. Dixon, and I'm done. You, you got to remember that, that God is watching us. Always has been. And so he, you need to make your move. It's your move now. A whole lot of y'all sitting out there now, and, and, and we got a few folk here in the church today. God bless you. But it's your move. God, let me, let me say this, and nobody's going to shout here. God don't do a, need to do another nothing to convince us to come home. God don't listen. Can I, can I tell you about that prodigal son very quickly? All, all his daddy did was went about his business. He didn't put up no banner. He didn't sing, baby, come back. He didn't, he didn't go looking for him. His father had done all a father needed to do, but if the fool left, he's a fool till he comes back. Say amen, somebody. So here it is, Deacon Anderson, I'm gone. Let me, let me rush through this, Susan. How do you make your move? How do you make your move? Here's how you make your move. First of all, this number one, this good one, write this down. Don't fall in love with this world. That's right. Don't fall in love with this world. Ask the spinners. They'll tell you. It takes a fool to learn that love don't love nobody. Now, see, I know some of you theologians out there saying, well, you just told us to love God. That's not the world. The world's love is fleeting. Amen. Any, any of y'all ever had your heart broke by somebody who tell they're going to love you forever? You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, sitting in the tree and all that kind of stuff. You don't you carve your name in, in one of the red oaks of California, you and me forever. And, and, and then when you got divorced, you want to chop down the whole darn tree. You, 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 you made vows and spent all that money on that fine wedding limousines and, and fine clothes. And, and then soon you got mad, you cutting up the same clothes and letting the, the tithe on the limo. But listen, don't fall in love with this world. Can, can I show it to you? James says, because if you fall in love with the world, it makes you an enemy of God. Go back and read it. James chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. He reminds us, he said, listen, don't you realize that when you are in friendship with the world, you are an enemy of God. See how quiet everybody got right there? Even my ear parts got quiet. Whoever that was, they stopped talking to me. He, he said that, listen, it's scripture. And then he said, he said, for emphasis, he said, I'm saying it again. If you want to be a friend of this world, you will make yourself an enemy of God. I don't know about you, but I don't want God to be my enemy. It's not wise. It's not worth it. And it'll never work. The world is going to let you down. Help me, somebody. He, he said, listen, don't, don't do that. Check thing. I got to hurry. He said, and don't leave the Lord for the lure of the world. The world is calling us. C come here, John. John says, oh, this jo John here with me today. Welcome back, John. But I'm not talking to you right now. Uh, jo John says, watch this, John chapter 6. John says that when Jesus started laying down heavy doctrine, when Jesus started talking about relationship with him exclusively, the Bible says that many of them walked away. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. The church didn't just get empty. 
a whole lot of folk left a long time ago. I don't need no preacher telling me that. I don't need him all up in my business. It amazes me how you don't want the preacher until you want the preacher. As soon as something happened, Rev, can you go down and testify for Buckwheat? Rev, can you write a letter, help my daughter get in college? Shaniqua, you know, she need a letter of reference, and, and, and she need a letter saying that she was active in her church so she can be socially aligned with the sorority. Of her. No, 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 don't call me then. When people die, unless we had some folk, Dr. Dixon, you can testify, don't tell nobody about the name, but we had some folk left Brookville because I told them that I am not a convenience pastor. I am a consecrated pastor. You ain't going to play me just to do weddings and bury your dead and marry your young and baptize, and then you're going to leave the church and only come back when your bills need. No, no, don't come back now. You fell for the lure of the world. You didn't want to hear hard doctrine. You didn't want relationship with God. You wanted God to be a resource. You wanted God to heist up the windows of heaven and just pour out blessing, but you won't bless him back. Say amen, somebody. Doctrine. Let me, let me hurry. Got to hurry. Do, do, doctrine. They didn't want his doctrine. They said, your word too deep, Jesus. But it amazes me, you educated people, it amazes me how, how you would pursue a, a collegiate education, but yet you poo-hoo Christian education. You'll spend your money, you, you will go out and get loans to pay your tuition, but still don't pay a tithe. You want to go and get higher learning, but you don't want Holy Ghost learning. Come on, talk to me. You, 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 want, you want to sign up for the world, but not the Christian Jubilee. And it amazes me, too. This one more, and I'm done. One more. It amazes me how the smarter you get, the more muted your worship gets. But, but when, you, when you were struggling and didn't have two nickels to rub together, you shouted and lifted up holy hands. You ran around the church and gave God praise. But now that you sophisticated and wearing Vera Wang and Gucci, you sit there and look at the rest of us like it don't take all that. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know where I came from. You don't know the hell I caught. He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. He put food on my table. He blessed me real good. He kissed my children. He loved my mama. You can't tell me how much it takes. You don't know my story. And I'll shout if there ain't no music. Because I'm like grandma. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done. Come on, talk to me. You, 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 don't, you don't get it right. Then, then the other one, they lack determination. I'm about done, Wanda. They lack determination. John says, not you again. John says, you, spend, you ought to spend your energy, watch this now, seeking eternal life. Watch this now, that the Son of Man can give you. Let me, tell you, let me help some of y'all very quickly. You, 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 can, you, can, you can do all you're going to do in the world. And when you die, all we're going to do is bury you. We ain't going to stop nothing. Ain't going to be no 30 days of mourning for you. And listen, the world ain't going to come to an end. That little job you had, somebody applied for it the next day. You, 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 you can only go after what God can give you. It's your move. John said, listen, spend your energy on God. 
See how quiet y'all got right there? See, I'm looking at you. You rolling your eyes at me with that tone of voice. But that's the word of God. That's why we in the shape we in. The mall is crowded, but the church is empty. Lowe's and Home Depot didn't have to socially distance, but the church did. The liquor store sales went out the roof, but the church couldn't get a tie. We, 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 we juggling our budget and trying to figure out a way to keep being who we are, and, and, and the world is prospering off of your foolishness. He said, don't do that. Sunday, Sunday became rest day. We, we got to chill out because we done gave the world all we had. The Lord's day, we were, we were chilling on Sunday. Before you get out of church, good folk planning the barbecue in the backyard cookouts. You, you eating God's meat, but you miss God's meeting. Come on, talk to me. Don't, 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 number three, number three, ready to go. Number three, Ken, Kenny, John, number three, get ready. Don't, don't let the world take from you a life it cannot give you in return. The Bible says, why, why, why spend money on stuff that can't satisfy? Why chase after what you're not going to catch? Come here, Isaiah. He said, don't, don't do that. He said, listen, you've you got to understand that the, the relevant question is still relevant even today. What's the question? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Oh, over 80 some odd thousand folk have died because of this virus. Now, that doesn't even count the folk who've died in car accidents and other manners of things. But listen, when you die, you do know you got to give an account. Some of y'all walk around talking about to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But when you go to judgment, you might not feel so good about that. Thems of us who know we got our business straight, we walking out singing, oh, I want to see him look upon his face. You singing, oh, what a terrible day that will be. He said, don't, 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 don't let the world take your life. Here's another one. I'm about done. This is my PSA. Grace is for the lowly, not for the lofty. There's going to be a whole lot of folk that have chased the world. There'll be no grace for you. You know, the Bible said you got you to gotta submit to God first. Then you can effectively resist the devil. Say amen, somebody. So, some of us have not made the right move. Some of us have not, have not gone to church and, and, and ain't been in nobody's church. Our name ain't on nobody's roll. And then we're going to get mad when we call down to the church and ask them, can we have a funeral there? And they're going to say, you can rent the church because you didn't have residence in the church. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Ezekiel said, all the silver and gold ain't going to save them. The Lord's going to take it away from them. And, and, and watch this now. Just like I told you, we're going to have to make the same move that the prodigal son. N nudge your name and tell him, join the prodigal program. You got to come on back home. You, you got to understand. Watch this. Come here, Paul. Help us. I got to go. Paul, help us to understand. He says, I understand what happens when people get attracted to the world. Can I talk like I want to hear, Kenny? In 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul uses an illustration, Dr. Dixon. You're familiar with it. Paul says, Demas has deserted me. 
Why? Because he fell in love with the things of the world. Some of you out there with us today, you've had to make a decision in your own household. Your children didn't want to go to church. Your spouse didn't want to go to church, but you pressed on anyhow. Well, God be glorified in that. But let me help you understand, no matter how many other folk leave him, I think you ought to stay with the Lord. No matter how many folk don't want to worship, I think you ought to stay with the Lord. Listen, because the world is luring them away. There's an old song they would sing in the church that says he's taking us away. And that's what God is doing right now. God is taking some folk away. And so that you don't get confused in my preaching, I'm not suggesting that the folk that have died were in any fault or any deficiency with God. Because even good folk die. But I am saying that there are those who know that the judgment is coming. In fact, I heard the Lord say, who warned you of my judgment? Oh, you brood of vipers. Who told you to hide in this season? But I trust God in this matter, that my soul has been anchored. I thank God that I'm holding on just a little while longer. The song says, hold to his hand. To God unchanging hand. Anybody still holding on? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I made up my mind that I'm staying with the Lord. I'm going to stay right there at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light. It was there by faith. Look at your neighbor and say, faith. Faith will see you through. Faith will hold on. Faith will keep you in the midnight watches. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Come here, Deaconess Whitney. Deaconess Whitney made a song, Jess, that said, didn't we almost have it all? And some of y'all are caught up because of the car that you drive. You're caught up because of the house you live in. You're caught up because of the money you have. But let go and let God, because only what you do for Christ is really going to last. And the riches of this world will not follow you into heaven. Am I right about it? Look at your name and say, neighbor, don't love this world. Don't leave the Lord and don't lose your life. I'm getting ready to close now. I'm getting ready to go home now. But Deacon Walk, I got one more. Don't sign a long-term lease with this world. In other words, let the world know that I'm just here for a little while. And while I'm here, I'm going to make the best of it. Look at your name and say, neighbor, I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. No, that's the wrong name, but try another name and say, neighbor, I've made up my mind. My heart is fixed. My mind made up that serving the Lord. That serving the Lord will pay off after a while. Can I talk about after a while? It's after a while. It's by and by. That's why I'm still here because there's a bright side somewhere and I won't rest until I find it. Ain't God all right? Come here, Shalomar, and help me go home. Yes, you know Shalomar. They made a song, Kenny. I know you know it. John, I know you know it. The song was called Make That Move. Anybody know the song? But they said, make that move, but do it right now. I wish I could sing it like I want to, but said, make that move right now, baby. Look at
like the name said, Pastor singing a little bit. Uh, but that's what they said. And the good news is uh, that Peter reminds us uh, that the grass withers uh, and the flower fades away. Uh, nothing lasts forever. Uh, but the Bible says uh, that the dead in Christ... Uh, they shall rise if you stay with the Lord. Therefore, laid up for me is my crown. And I can't wait. I said I can't wait. I said I can't wait. I said I can't wait to get my crown. Therefore, laid up for me is waiting for me. Held in reserve. I'm going to make my move. I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to hold the God's unchained in hand. Anybody want to move? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Say, neighbor. Make that move. So many times you kept holding back. Told yourself that when life gets better, I'm going back to church. Well, life is bad now. Come on back to church. So many times you held back and the good times passed you by. But come on to Jesus just as you are. Look at your name and say, neighbor. He will. He will. He'll take anybody and everybody. Whosoever will, let them come. Tell your neighbor, come on and go with me to my father's house. In my father's house, there is joy. In my father's house, there is peace. In my father's house, there is love. In my father's house, whoa! In my father's house. In my father's house, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Ain't God all right? Ain't God all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Have you tried him? Have you tried him? Won't he do it? Can't he do it? Didn't he do it? What's your testimony? He woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. Can't he do it? Didn't he do it? Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. Make your move. Chalamar said, right now, baby, don't wait. Midnight is upon us. Midnight is upon us. Don't, don't fall in love with the world. You, you want to love somebody going to love you back. Come on, talk to me. J James says, you, you got to come closer. You know, when you want to get a good look, you got to come close. Too, too many of us are too far away. We're far away in the world. You got to make your move right now. Come close to God. A lot of clunk. You ever been around folk treat you funny? You can tell when something ain't right. But James said, no, don't worry about that with God. He said, you come close to God, God's going to come close to you. He loves you like that. He died for you. Those nails were your nails. That, 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 that piercing, that was your piercing. He died. And here's what he said. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw. And, and, and he said, he said, it doesn't matter who you are. 
Doesn't matter what you've done. You, you can be a recent messed up somebody. And the Lord will still take you. But one thing I love about the church is that no matter where we go, Jesus is still Lord in the church. He, he'll still let you come. He died so we can have life. And then he said, not, not only life. No, 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 just not, not, not regular life. Anybody know Jesus never does it on the regular? He said, not, not just life, Aaron, but life more abundantly. Reach over and tell somebody, I'm living my best life. Because me and Jesus got it like that. Yeah, we got it like that. I, I, I may not have what some of y'all have. I don't drive what you drive. I don't have the square footage you have. But me and Jesus got it like that. It is well with my soul. Don't, 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 don't walk away today. Don't, don't, don't leave. I know we, we started out a little shaky. Maybe some of y'all say, ah, that's a sign that I don't need. To. No, no. That was the devil trying to distract you. Because he know if you hear all of this, you're going to make your move. You're going to realize that, that you are not the worst of them. Paul said, I'm the chief among sinners. But look what God did with his life. Can I tell you, all of us got some jacked up somewhere. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm looking around in this sacred place today, and, and above all y'all head is a little bubble saying, jacked up somewhere. You can't see it. It takes divine eyes to see it. But I'm telling you now, nobody's perfect. I, I know some of y'all still clubbing. Some of y'all still doing the little things, you know, you you still dropping it like it's hot. And it ain't been hot in a while. You you just think it is. Hot left you long time ago. You twerking on empty. I'm sorry. What you thought you was backing up went forward long time ago. Amen. And brothers, we got more stomach than chest, but that, that hey, you, you can't hold it in all day. You might as well go on and breathe and, and stop passing out trying to walk down the beach. You, you, don't, you don't have a beach body anymore. You got a body shop body. Amen. But God is still good. God, God is still wonderful. You know, God, God, God doesn't hold no beauty contests. You ought to make your move. I got to go. I've taken a little more of your time. We got a little technically caught up there. But don't, don't, don't let this moment pass you by. I, I'm really convinced that God is doing what God is doing. Because only God can do it like it's being done. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Come on, make your move. Come on back. That old song they were singing in the church simply said, just come to Jesus just now. He will save you just now. You know, we, we make Christianity too complicated. You don't need to sit on the mourner's bench. You don't need to tarry. All that stuff, man. We just held up the movement of the church with all that sitting a while and waiting. Waiting on what? Come now. 
He will save you just now. Come on, make your move. Come on, come on. Get up off that sofa. Call the church. Call the pastor and say, you know, pastor, I'm, I'm back. One thing about it, we, we can't turn nobody down because if we got in, we got to let everybody else in. Amen. I've been in a couple of exclusive things now. I have. I've, I've been fortunate to be in some things where, where everybody can't get in. But, but none of those things can save me. Matter of fact, I left a whole lot of them because they weren't doing me no good paying money and sitting around trying to smoke cigars and laugh. And all that. that didn't help nobody. All we're doing is getting cancer and, and bad livers and stuff, you know, eating fat food and all that. No, no, but the church, I feel good in the church. He will save you just now. He made a move for you. Bible said he came down through 42 generations just for you. He came into his own. Don't, don't, don't reject him today. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that's you. All of us been in the whosoever club before. Still got our ID numbers. Come to Jesus. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that we have decided to not fall in love with the world. We've decided to not be lured away by its glitz and its glitter. We've decided, Lord, that we're not going to give up our life because of the world and forsake and forfeit the life you're giving. In you we live, move, and have our being. And we certainly, Lord, are not going to sign a long-term lease with the world. We are in it, but we're not really of it. And we know we're not here to stay. For the dead in Christ will someday rise. Now, Lord, while we're here, we're going to live as testimony. Sing that little song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We're the salt of the earth. We're light that should not be hidden. Right now, the world needs our gospel. So, Lord, somebody's listening today. Somebody's out there. And they need to make a move. For our sons, our daughters, our husbands, our wives, our cousins, our kinfolk, real and unreal, made and unmade cousins, Lord, let them know today that the doors are open. Come on in, my cousin. Come on, my niece. Come on, nephew. Come on, auntie. Come on, uncle. Let's make it a family thing. Let, let, let's do like the song said, have a family reunion. But meet me at the church. Church of God in Christ. Come on to Jesus just now. Father, forgive us of our sins. Have mercy on us, we pray. Cleanse us from unrighteousness that we would now know, live, and show the world the righteousness that is Christ Jesus. We're coming closer. Nothing will ever be able to separate us again from the love that is Christ Jesus. Salvation has come to our door and we're going to fling it open that it might come in. You stood at the door and knocked, and we said, come in so that we can be together. 
Oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. Save me, Lord. Lord, save me even from myself. I've got some struggles, Lord. I, I got some issues. I got some things. I've, I know I'm, I can't get it over right away, but if you'll just be patient with me. There's a lot of things, Lord, I do to excess. There are a lot of places I go I shouldn't go. There are a lot of people I'm hanging around. But, Lord, if you'll just give me this day and my daily bread, I'll, I'll, I'll get better. With the help of the Holy Ghost, I'll get better. Please, God, let me live long enough to make a good and informed decision. I know I need you, and I want to make my move. I thank you for the preacher. Let me know that I can, and I want to be better. I want to be better by and by. I want to be better. Don't let the sun go down on my life until I can make my decision. I'm not making excuses, Lord. I'm just being honest with myself. I got myself in this mess, Lord, and it's all my fault. I ain't blaming nobody. I've gone down a road, and, and it's gotten dark and narrow. It doesn't seem like I can make a U-turn, but maybe I'll just walk backwards. Maybe I'll back up far enough that I can find some maneuverability. There's no song that says, I'm caught in a trap and I can't walk out. But Lord, if you'll show me the way of escape, I'll take it this time. That, that's what your word says. Your word says that there is no temptation that has come to me. That's not coming to every man. So if other folk got out, Lord, show me how to get out. You saved him and her and them and they. Lord, save me. I'm your child. I, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. I want to make my move. I don't want to die in sin. I don't want to die and not get home. Bible said that Enoch walked with you and you took him. And that's the last move I want to make. I want to be walking with you and you just take me. Take me, Lord. I'm your own. Please, Lord, forgive me of my sins and have mercy on me. And let me make my move. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory. And the redeemed of the Lord said together, amen, amen, and amen. Listen, before we go today, we want to make a special announcement that this Thursday, we want you to log on to our Brookville page or to my personal page, Pastor Mitchell, Leroy Mitchell, Facebook. We're going to go to our Christian Academy. We're going live with it. You're going to love it. We just invite you to come. We're going to have a beautiful series on changing the way we think and changing the way we live. 6.30 on Thursday. May 21st, launch day, going to be live. Look for you then. God bless you. Hug somebody, kiss somebody, be nice to somebody, and we'll see you next time around. To God be the glory. Amen.